Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning. Good morning. morning. It was the um, the debut uh, golf event of the summer tour Smoke a Hole Classic <laughs> yesterday, yes. where Army Chris attempts to smoke a cigarette a hole. <laughs> he did a pretty good job. He, like he didn't smoke back. for the rest of the day, though. Oh, he didn't? He oh, no. put a cap on her? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I am shooting... Like complete garbage this year. <laughs> this is I your second sh- round. Yeah, I shot 99 at Twin Willows. Yeah, which I should be breaking 90. I should be the getting 88, 80 based on my game. Like, yeah, I should be in the 80s, high 80s at Twin Willows. I should be. I don't break 90 at Garrison very often, but I should not be shooting 97 at Garrison. The the front nine. Well, we did the back nine first, but the front nine. I had. Three eights. Yeah. Three eights. <laughs> oh, I, it, my game came together a little later in the afternoon. How'd Jimmy shoot? I stayed in the cart and shut up whenever he had a, go- a club in his he's, hand. He's scared of me at golf. He is, yeah. Because I can be a bit of an angry golfer. <laughs> so he, he always blames me. Yeah. <laughs> My one line was, I got three eights. Who's shaped like a like an eight? <laughs> Where his head's as big as his gut. That man right there. Yeah, I was looking for somebody to blame for yeah. my game last night. You always need somebody to there blame. There was a moment there where I was like, I should just go home. Yeah. Like, I should just take my clubs, maybe put them up on Kijiji, and just find another way to get exercise on a Thursday afternoon. And yeah, exercise. Find another way to drink myself stupid. Yeah, Yeah, it's not great exercise when you drive around in a cart and drink. (laughs) I did walk, but anyway. The locker room topic of the day. What's the best ice cream treat? Like I said, got into this with with a group of friends last night. So is this... It it got heated. Is this like take-home ice cream treats? Yeah. Or is this like... Like blizzards, we'll take because bl- blizzards are awesome. We'll take <laughs> them off of the off the. So this is like packaged yeah, ice cream like treats you buy you, at the grocery store. You buy at the grocery store, right? Okay. You you can put them in your freezer. Yeah. Right. It's on a stick. Yeah. Usually, for the most part, that's our topic today. We'll go around the horn. You were kind of. I think I know mine. You got yeah. yours? Okay, I think so. we'll start with you then. I mean, right? I love ice cream. It's probably my favorite treat, but uh, Magnum bars. The Magnum bar? Okay, yeah, yeah that's a solid yeah, pick. Yeah, it is. I can't. I don't know if anything beats that for me. Okay, Jimmy? A Buster bar. Okay, yeah. You and I are on the yours. same page. That's the, that's the first that's, time we've agreed on anything in life. It's, it's, <laughs> Like, because like, it, it's got the peanuts in it, yeah. and even Nancy, uh, she's a fan too. She texted the, it. The Buster Bar <laughs> is a winner right there, and you can yeah, buy the, the box bar. of bu- Buster Bars at and Dilly Bars. Like uh, yes. when we were kids, my mom would get it, that you know once a month or whatever. The Buster Bars are next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't, I can't do the Buster Bars in the freezer though. No? no, I'd eat them all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd sit down and I'd eat. Like, well, how many are in a ball? I don't even know because yeah, I wouldn't even do that to myself. <laughs> Locker room topic of the day. It's getting. It's get. It's on. What's the best ice cream <laughs> treat? Jay just said drumsticks. The just drum, classic drumstick. Okay. I. There's a case to be made for the drumstick. I do enjoy a drumstick. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I mean, I'm not surprised that that one came in right out of the gates as mm-hmm. well. The locker room topic of the day. The best ice cream treat. This one, just an orange creamsicle. Ugh. I don't mind the creamsicles. That came really? in a couple times. Chris also texted in. I prefer it over. Um, the kids always want popsicles, so I always try to get the creamsicles instead. Eat the, the little bit of ice cream in it, at least. I'm always gonna go for a fudgesicle ahead of a popsicle. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah take a, uh, or a revel. Revel's not uh, bad. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, no, if, a fudgesicle is, it destroys a a revel. 
I'm on board with the fudgesicle over yeah. the revel as well. Yeah. Okay, we're agreeing way too much. We got to get I off know. this topic. The um, the the rocket. Did you ever have the rocket? Those aren't bad. Is that like the popsicle thing? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it it's, looks like a spaceship. It's more phallic. <laughs> Is that the multicolored one? <laughs> uh, they weren't allowed in Tabor. Eas- easier for <laughs> insertion. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. We're doing your favorite ice cream treat this morning, 780-989-0957. Ryan Lindley said the former 600-pound fat kid guy in me uh, used to clear a box of Chips Ahoy ice cream sandwiches in one sitting. Uh, <laughs> has now- the ice cream sandwich come in just the... It has, yeah. It has come in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that's... I never really did step into the flavored ice cream sandwiches yeah. like that. They, uh, you know what the ones I used to love when I was a kid was the Oreo ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, those. Really? Eh? So yeah, those the Oreo. How many different kinds of ice cream sandwiches oh, do they dude. have? dude. Dude, there's like there's a, a bunch. section in I, grocery well, stores for ice cream I used to sandwiches. work at a gas station, and they have break times. You'd just raid the ice cream. And like there'd be so many different ice cream sandwiches. They're amazing. The um the Klondike bar ones were good. Remember yeah. they they were a little bit thicker. They were shaped like a puck. Those were good. Those are um, solid as well. Ryan said now um, that he's older, he doesn't eat the Chips Ahoy, but he eats uh, fruit based sorbet bars. Fruit based sorbet bars aren't <laughs> bad, right? Yeah, it's no Chips Ahoy ice cream sandwich. I mean, no, no. And I mean, you really want to take a break from your calories when you're. <laughs> When you're pounding 40 Creek and Coke all day, too. <laughs> I know what Lindsay's favorite drink is. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. We're doing your, your well, the best ice cream treat. So it's not ice cream, but it's in the same vein as that. Um, Dean said, just a straight up freezy. Um, yeah. He said red or blue freezy. The blue freezy is, is, is decent. Blue is delicious. I like the white freezy, though. Yeah, it's either the blue really? or the white. Yeah, no, no. The white is like, I don't know what the flavor is on it, but it's delicious. I like the red one. What's the red one? I don't know. The we red... have a, we always have a box in our deep freeze for yeah. when it gets hot in the summer. Yeah, you got to have yeah. them. When you got kids around, you got to have oh, freezies. Yeah. We stopped putting freezies in the freezer a long time ago, but we had them around when the kids... My, I could feel my heart tightening up. There's so much sugar in that. Oh, crap. yeah. Like I can literally feel my chest when, going... <gasps> when I was in school... We used to go to Boboski's convenience store. Okay. And they would have the the big you remember those huge freezies? Yeah. Oh, oh the ones that are like uh like three quarters of an inch from Even wide, bigger and than then that. long and then just they long. Like, yeah, they're they're a foot and a half long. And they were like twenty five cents and they would cut your mouth up and also always leak all over your shirt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. You always had like the cut lips on your lips. Yeah. From your the corners of, of your them. mouth were always cut from them. And red, because yeah. I had the red one. The locker room topic of the day. It's the best ice cream treat. We'll wrap up here. Uh, AJ said, hands down, the Hagen dazs Dove Bars. I have had those. Those he says the expensive Buster Bar. Yeah, I agree. the The reason I stay away from those is because I've never been that guy, right? Like, I that's that feels like something you eat with a house coat on, <laughs> someone in doing your toenails. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You know, there's a bubble bath being drawn for you. Yeah. Uh, your plans for the evening include, I don't know, caviar and um, champagne or something. And you've got a driver <laughs> on call. <laughs> Is that fair? That's fair, yeah. Because <laughs> I always just feel like I'm not the guy that should be You're eating that bar. You're not worthy of a Hagen dazs Yes, exactly. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Got a toenail update. Oh, God. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know which is worse, talking about his bowel movements or his toenails. You, uh, if you're new to this program, Lachlan has the worst toes on the planet. On the planet, he has to use a knife once a week to clean them. Well, or a no, spoon I just, or something. I have a. I have this device that scrapes underneath of the toenail. <laughs> It will give you nightmares if you see his feet. (laughs) There is a lot of hydrogen peroxide used. So I had really bad toenails when I was a kid, ingrown toenails, and I went in for multiple surgeries. Yeah. And I went in when I was like 16, 17, and the doctor had had enough. He'd seen me multiple times. And they were so scarred and infected when I got, like, they're just a mess. My big toes are just this 
just like stub mess. Yeah. And um, so the doctor says to me, he says, I'm going to get rid of your toenails forever. You're not, not going to have any toenails. So right here, the what is this? What's that part? Cuticle? No, this part here. The white part? The bed. Just underneath your toenail. Okay. There is like your toenails grow from the bone of the of and your fingernails, they there's like a I don't know, there's something underneath there. Okay. Just in the pad. Like that first pad of your 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 toe or your finger or whatever. Nail bed. Nail bed. So he goes, I'm gonna get rid of your nail bed. <laughs> so what? he cut he cut the nail like that part open, okay. the fleshy part, pull it apart, took a like it looked like a little cocaine spoon, <laughs> and he scraped oh, this is awful. the toenail no. bed off of my bone on my big toe. I was out of commission. Yeah, that sounds awful. For like two months. Ugh, like I couldn't hurt. even walk. It, that's like the it sounds like the worst um torture is when they pull people's fingernails and toenails. That's what this I, sounds like. But my he, feet hurt. He did it because he's like, your nails are a mess, dude. And we, yeah. we, we got to make sure they stop growing. So you're never going to have toenails again. Never going to have toenails. Stitched it back up, sent me home, uh-huh. said, stay off your feet for a month or two. Um, that was when I was I was in high school. So I was yeah. hobbling around for, for literally for two months. It healed up and I had no toenails. So I have no toenail on my big, t- both yeah. big toes. It was both toes. And um, about six months later, the old cat came back. <laughs> I sprouted toenails again. Yeah. This time, though, they were thicker and angrier <laughs> than ever. Okay, but he was angry that day, my friends. So now I haven't got any bed. There's nothing There's that secures nails. the toenail <laughs> to the fleshy part of the toe. It just sprouts out <laughs> from that pad. Okay, and it's literally, I'm, I'm not even kidding, they're like this thick. Yeah, they are. And over the years, they keep getting thicker, okay? <laughs> I don't know what it is about it's me. It's all the ear candling. My, my toenails and fingernails grow, like, really fast. I got to cut my toenails every week. Yeah, I don't know if that's, if that's a common thing or what. But anyway, um, so over the years, I've maintained this practice so that I don't have to go to the doctor to get them removed all the time. So I keep that the underneath of them as clean as I possibly can, okay? And I let them grow up to the top of my toenail or to the top of my toe, and then I cut them right back down again so there's just a nub, okay? So last night I had to get them. I, I walked the golf course yesterday. Yeah. And I got new golf shoes. Oh, yeah. And my feet were hurting, and I realized that the toenails had to go. They're a little... They're a little unruly right now. So I had the clippers out. And so you I, went home. How many beer into this were you? I I had a couple on the course, and then I had a couple at home, and yeah. I'm sitting at and home. And you decided to cut off your toenails. In front toenails. of the TV, and I get the toenail clippers out, and I got the big boys. <laughs> and I'm I, they won't go through my toenail. Oh, my goodness. Like, I can't clip the toenail. <laughs> so I started to think, how the hell am I going to cut them off? Like, yeah. I need to get these things off. Get so the I grinder went, out. I yeah. went to the garage, got my tool kit out. Chainsaw? No, I uh, the wire clippers. <laughs> oh, it worked like a charm. Dude, you need to get your checked. Uh, that's not right. <laughs> I washed them. I ran them under hot water oh, for good. a minute. Good, good. No, but I mean, if you need if you need to use wire cutters to cut your toenails, Dude, you might have issues. I'll show them to you. No, I'm no. good. No. Okay. Anyway, I want to sleep this week. Dylan said I I thought I would treat myself this morning with a breakfast sandwich, and now I can't eat it. <laughs> Just so you know, the toenails are under control again. Oh, we're all happy for you. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Leave Brittany alone! <laughs> Still one of my favorite clips. There are people out there 
and I'm not wrong about this. And, and and listen, I don't know anything about Brittany Spears' life for like. I mean, I know what everybody else knows. Yeah, but they're conservatorship. I haven't spent any time around this woman, and uh, I. This is just. This is just a hypothetical. This is a possibility. We all know those people that no matter, and you don't even need to be rich to have this mm-hmm. part of your life. We all know those people that their their lives are just chaos. They're surrounded by drama. It's constant. And I think to a certain extent, those people bring it on themselves. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, there are people that attract drama that chaos, attract chaos. chaos. Yeah. Yes, and I think that's what she might be. The poor girl, though. I mean, what she's been through. I yeah. mean, um, being that famous at a young age and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. So she's getting getting married yesterday um, to her new new man. The new man. She's been with him for a while, hasn't she? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and now she's free to do what she wants. Her conservatorship ended, so she was getting married yesterday, and it's a beautiful day. And then her first husband, who she was only married to for like fifty hours, Jason Alexander. That's right. Yeah, not not George Costanza, different Jason Alexander. <laughs> uh, storms into the wedding. It's streaming it on his Instagram. Uh, tries to storm into the wedding to crash it. And then he somehow ended up breaking into her house, and he got arrested. So even on her wedding day, yeah, yeah, it is unfortunate. Yelling BS, and yeah, he he looks crazy. He looks like like I'm looking at his Instagram right now, and yeah, he doesn't look right. He looks like there may be a substance abuse issue. Oh yeah, going on. There. Yeah, there's something maybe going a, on there. Maybe a, he dabbles a little. <laughs> Just dabbles. Yes. He's got ten years of high school, one month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now, Jimmy explains. I have to start out with this. It's not aliens. It's totally aliens. Okay, there's some Crap. unusual repeating uh, radio bursts. Jimmy. No. Stop Detect- for this one. Detected three millions uh, light years away. Three billion. Pause. Three billion. No. Pause for just a second, okay? I need to get this information out. No, 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 need no, to no, know no. this. I'm going to let you get the information. This is what I want to say to you. You try to explain to Grant and I, and we're going to let you go, okay? All right? I'm going to end the bet. I'm going to give you your time. This is a Jimmy Explained segment. You're going to have the floor. You have the floor. You convince me this is not aliens, and then Grant and I are going to get our say, okay? You've got the floor. Here you go. We're not going to interrupt. Let's hear it. I I can't prove it's not aliens. But, oh, but but hold on! You just said it wasn't about aliens. But I'm I can't t- prove it. This is all theoretical. What I'm about to tell you, okay? But first of all, it, this was from a dwarf uh, galaxy, <laughs> and it's not a galaxy full of dwarfs. Just sure. so you know, little people. <laughs> I hate you. Um, a dwarf galaxy is actually a smaller galaxy than that that we live in. It is made up of about about a thousand up to uh, dwarfs, a, a billion stars. <laughs> Whereas our galaxy is a whole lot bigger. Ours has like two hundred to four hundred billion stars in our galaxy. Okay, Whereas this is a smaller one. Bursts. So these radio bursts are coming from this galaxy that is, uh, as we said, uh, three billion light years away. And what the radio bursts actually are is because when a star explodes or sometimes when they, like, you see the light, in that light is a radio signal that is caused, caused by the vibration within the star itself or the black hole. So it's not an actual signal. It's just, you know, radio waves that are coming from said star or black hole. But that's not what this story is. This you, one's you a repeating got, one. You haven't got to that part. What is... Yes, that's exactly what it is. They, they, no, these no, are, no, no. They this said is this different. one's different because this one is... They said only 5% of them are fast radio bursts that repeat. So uh, This is like the only the second time yeah. that they've had this occurrence. 
So this, the, the FRBs are, you explain them, I think you kind of explain them, I think you're wrong in a couple of areas, but from what I was reading, the reason why people are freaking out about this latest discovery is this is once again, and they tracked it to that galaxy, you're right, this dwarf galaxy, once again, this is a situation where they're getting the same message over and over and it's over again. It's not a message. It's just a signal. Some sort of it's, signal it's, it's to, not, for help? Uh, it's not... Or like a hello? Or a... We come in peace. Like, I understand what Jimmy's saying. Follow Fine. the yellow they brick road. they figured out a way to explain these FRBs, but they're sporadic, right? Yeah. Okay, oh, boom, 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 boom. Okay, one over there, one over there. But this one is like, boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. But yeah. it, makes, it makes sense. But it makes sense because if you look at the stars, you're looking up at the pick a star, any star, and you know how they pulsate, and they all pulsate. Like one star will pulsate the exact same way every time. That's what this FRB is, is the pulsing of the no. star. They're saying I this totally one is different with you. than you the previous ones. You can disagree with me, but I have science behind me. Not on this one. No. No. A lot of people are saying, saying even in the article they're saying like previously they thought it was stars. Now they're now, now they're this one is throwing a wrench in their yeah. their theories. It was on CNN last night. Yeah. Grant saw it on CNN. They're they, they had, say they were all on CNN like it's aliens and then they had a Jimmy on there being like it's not aliens. Yeah. 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 It's not aliens. It's this <laughs> one's totally aliens. Yeah. This is a message from another galaxy. They're reaching planet. out. We just haven't figured it's out not what a the dwarf message planet. is. Yet. It's a dwarf galaxy. We can't reach the top shelf. Right? Grant. Right? <laughs> yeah. We can't we don't know what they're saying to us. You can't rule out aliens. You can't. No, yeah. you can't. Even you said at the beginning of this I can't say it's not aliens. I can't prove. I, I never said I can't say. I can't prove it's yeah. not. But it's the science says it's so not. Totally alien. They're reaching out to us, everybody. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. So a U.S. House committee is holding hearings right now in the States about the January 6th insurrection. Remember that? It's not like when siblings get it on. It was a thing that happened when the dude in the buffalo head stormed into the Capitol building in Washington. And there was a guy selling hot dogs in the parking lot while this was all going on. That was happening. So they're holding these hearings basically for people that already agree with them that it wasn't a good thing. Do you think they they feel like they're wasting their time? They've got it because any evidence they present just gets passed off as fake news. If they really wanted to change people's minds, they should have broadcast the hearings in the states on a trusted news site like www.therealnewsthewonttellyou.org or something like that. I watched about 30 seconds of the hearing and I've got to tell you I noticed a theme. Uh, they might be trying to pin this one pretty hard on old Trump. All innocent Trump as they call him. The man was just trying to run a game show. They fired him from that. He needed a job, so he became president. He made America great again. He gave my pillows to every American. And now he's being blamed because maybe he slipped up and said something about storming the Capitol. Like every other president hasn't said that before, right? Leave old Trumpy alone. Uh, brought The Grant Report is brought to you by Lachlan's Toenails. Thankfully, he's banned from wearing sandals under the G Geneva Convention. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I'd like to take his his face off. They're doing a second one, eh? Yeah. Face Off 2, and they're saying it's not a reboot. It is a sequel of the first Face Off. That led to a conversation we had about this yesterday yeah. about who died. So, actually, Nicolas Cage's character died because, remember, so, uh, what's his name? John Travolta. John Travolta was the, Travolta was, agent, the right? was the good guy. He was the good, he was and the then cop. He, then he went undercover as Nicolas Cage, and then so, and then Nicolas Cage's character took uh, John Travolta's face, so he turned into a bad guy. Uh, John, John Travolta did. That's uh, confusing. I'm even confusing myself. Um, 
But who so, died in the end? Was it Nicolas Cage's Nick, character? Yes. And so then, how do they revitalize? Did John Travolta yeah, get his face back the at the sequel end? Sequel is for Nick Cage, so he will be in the sequel. So maybe maybe it didn't end the way we thought it ended. Or one of those. Uh, bah, bah, bah. One of those when they uh, brought we back thought Roseanne. He was dead. The Roseanne show and uh, John Goodman was in it. And everyone was like, didn't he have a heart attack and die? (laughs) Yeah, it was just a dream. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it's Um, Hollywood. They can do whatever the hell they want. Exactly. And how many years has it been? And they were talking about um, uh, how Nick Cage is like so popular right now. That it makes sense to do a a face-off too. Yeah, they're saying like his popularity is just as big as when he did the first face-off now. Okay, so I get that, but does John Travolta come back? Maybe. John Travolta's not very popular right now, though. He's not. Not. He's not no, but all his, all his movies pretty much bomb now. Oh, come on. Anything he does. That Gaudi movie was horrible. He had a misstep. <laughs> he said Fred. it was a passion piece. <laughs> Wasn't that directed or written or something by Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit or something? Oh, it was too. Yeah, he that's was right. involved somehow. I can't remember why. But the thing is, though, is if they do a sequel, see, both uh, John Travolta and uh, Nicolas Cage are a whole lot older than they were there, so it's not going to have the same action. Nick's, Nick's held in there. So is John. John's got. He's a little thicker. I mean, he's he's got some haunches but he, now. But. He's lost some weight because. Uh, was at the Oscars. He did the Pulp Fiction dance again. He can still move. He's still got the moves. Yeah, he can still Jimmy, move. He's still got the moves. Yeah. And he was at the Oscar, and he didn't slap anybody. Let's <laughs> <laughs> throw him in there. <laughs> anyway, that's that's a conversation. Um, that Nick Cage movie, the one about his life, what's it called again? The uh, unbearable, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. Anyway, looks awesome. Um, that that uh, that looks like it might be out on streaming soon. We'll keep an eye on that because that that has to be a midget at the movies. Yes, it's yes. supposed to be streaming somewhere. I actually found it, but it's How'd not. How'd you find it, Jimmy? Um, illegally. Uh, it, yeah, it's an You're illegal. You're a criminal. <laughs> I'm going to report you immediately. Yeah. The City of Edmonton is committed to ensuring that our lack of effort with the new innovative and hands-off mosquito abatement program is a complete success. We're now expanding the program to include a mosquito sighting tip line. Now that we're bored with the pandemic and you're no longer calling bylaw to report your neighbor's grandmother's birthday party, we encourage Edmontonians to now use the city's 311 switchboard to report the location of any and all mosquitoes you see within the city limits. You may also call to report any standing water on your neighbor's property, including pools that aren't in active use that may become a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Remember, the success of this program is entirely your responsibility, Edmonton. You're all in this together. Our 311 operators are standing by to take your call. This has been a message from the City of Edmonton. Not a real message. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. You know what surprises me about misinformation is the food misinformation. Mm -hmm. Like over the years, we've we've been told, we've been fed a um, sort of a a narrative about certain foods. It's crazy uh, how they're starting to reveal how um, how wrong that was. Well, how money influences that though yeah that is a thing yeah, like with the true. dairy industry like they mm-hmm. will and even the the food pyramids back in the day were like all a lot of that was people giving money groups. to health canada and whatever else yeah hey hey throw uh, this in that pyramid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we need we need to be represented in you the, need eight cups of milk a day <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of awful it is wild right yeah so i have been that guy that has thought that there were certain things that were good for you and bad for you, right? And I'm still overhearing conversations to this day that have been disproved. Yeah. Right? Same. Is like, that the right word? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Anyway, the egg thing is interesting because um, apparently, like I always thought that. Didn't you think that, Jimmy, that eggs cause cholesterol? Like... That's what I, I always thought. thought that, yeah, yeah. That, well, apparently that's that's total bullshit. Like it's not the case. Yeah, the eggs are actually good for you. Yeah, eggs are making a comeback. <laughs> 
Because, yeah, they're always like in your diet. Like, okay, you can have eggs, but only egg whites. Well, yeah. And, and who wants to eat egg white? Yeah, it's the worst part of the egg. No, you need the yolk in yeah. there. And there's like good fats and enzymes and stuff. Well, proteins, high quality proteins, vitamins, yeah. all sorts of things. But yeah, I always thought eggs gave you bad cholesterol. Now they're saying, based on some study that they did, this was a, a Chinese thing that they did, but they did. Um, like almost 5,000 Chinese adults that had at least one egg a day showed a reduction of the risk of heart attacks and strokes. Hmm. Um, and I, I'm the egg a day guy. I was going to say, you eat eggs every day. I remember your, your wife was saying yeah. that, that like you come home for lunch and you have eggs. If I don't have eggs in the morning, which I just did, like I have those rolls. In your breakfast burrito, yeah. Breakfast burrito. If I don't have eggs in the morning, sometimes I'll go, oh, I'll make a couple of eggs for lunch. Mm -hmm. And I'll fire up maybe two or three in a frying pan and have some scrambled eggs for lunch. Hmm. I'm not I'm not adverse to that. <laughs> but if you have that sort of mindset that eggs weren't good for you, that's not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. I think if if you ate like a dozen eggs a day, it excessively, probably, yeah, it might have an in adverse a, impact on you. But it's kind of the motto now: is just a little bit of everything. Yeah, there's right? a lot of misinformation yeah, out just, there. Just about, moderation and everything. And I also especially booze, right? <laughs> we're we're very moderate in our drinking. I think the the one thing that I've sort of been learning now is that the misinformation about food tends to come from whoever's promoting like like, like for instance if there's a trend mm -hmm. like that's where the misinformation's coming from now right like i listen the keto thing i get it mm -hmm. you can probably lose some weight by eating like eliminating a bunch of stuff from your diet and just eating the, this one thing constantly because people have lots of success with but I don't know if keto is good for you. I don't like the idea of not eating fruit. Well, yeah. yeah. Like I, so I think that's where misinformation comes in now. Like the vegan thing. I honestly I still believe this and I believe this from day 1 that 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 has been a conversation that that's not good for you. Mm. You need certain things in your life and certain types of foods and things that we consume do certain things to your body and being a vegan i don't know if that's if that's a good idea but then again you meet people who i guess are doing it right and they're they look okay yeah they look all right they seem happy they might be faking that part but they might be yeah i went to school with a kid back in radio school his name was darren and uh, Darren was a like a hardcore vegetarian, and and over the years that I I did keep in touch with him, um, he also got into the vegan thing. He was just one of those guys, a real hipster, right? If you saw him, you're like, oh, you're a barista at a Starbucks, right? <laughs> okay, D just that guy. And and I'm I hate to say this, I don't think that that lifestyle did him any good long term because mm. he was never he never looked healthy he always looked like i'm like dude you want to would you like a steak come over yeah come over i'll barbecue you a steak <laughs> just get over here <laughs> let's let's get you a real meal okay buddy <laughs> the locker room presents star wars news now your host for star wars news james p white so we all knew this was coming. Uh, Mandalorian season three uh, is coming to Disney Plus, but actually not till the early part of next year. Uh, oh, really? Yes, it was moved. I believe it's supposed to be in January of uh, next year. So, but what they're February. So what they're saying though is the upcoming season is going to be a whole lot better and darker. So it's going to be a lot more serious. I believe they're going to kill Baby Yoda. No, he's not going in the wood chipper. Wood chipper. No. So uh, the reason is, is because now that Mando has the uh, dark saber, he's going to try and free and unite Mandalore. So that's uh, where the home planet of the Mandalorians. So, Are you just making this up because this is what you want? No, this is because uh, that was the whole thing with uh, with what's her face wanting the uh, I was, the sword. I was watching Obi Wan the other day. Yeah, I don't mind it. I, I, I'm enjoying it. Some it's of the acting better. is awful. Some of the acting isn't great. Princess Leia can get lost. 
Yeah, um, they got to kill her off. Yeah, I, I think they can for the story. Huh? I, I don't uh, think they can because it'll totally, it'll, it'll totally but, mess up all the future, all the movies that are supposed to take place. Michaela was in another room. She goes, "What are you watching?" I can tell it's a sword show by the way they're talking. And then the whole episode, all I could hear is how the way they talk. Well, the way they're just like yeah. they're constantly like. You will never get me. <laughs> like, it's just that yeah. constant one. I was really triggered by the bad acting in this latest episode. I watched it uh, last night. I was just like, wow. It's good. I mean, um, I'm into it, but it's just. What's his it, name is good. The guy playing Obi-Wan is good. I can't shake You and McGregor. Why yeah. is he Scottish? Like <laughs> Why is he Scottish? He won't let go of the Scottish accent. Okay, what I can't figure out in Obi-Wan is um, the timeline of okay, and well, you're not watching the Jedi Jimmy podcast, then, Grant. <laughs> uh, you'd get all no, 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 not you'd, the time. Just what I'm confused is in Star Wars when Obi Wan goes and gets Luke. Oh, Luke is older. I'm thinking. Sorry, I got to confuse with Anakin. I was going to say no. Luke is the same age as Leia. They're brother and sister. But in the, the Star Wars, the first one, he's, he's a, in he's his twenties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of Anakin was younger because I was like, shouldn't Obi Wan be older because he's a kid when he gets him? Also, no, that was Anakin. Anakin, Leia's dad. Yeah. Yeah, they're twins. That's why that whole no. scene where they, they get it on so is so Darth, forbidden. Darth Vader also is Leia's father. But he doesn't know that she's... He thought that they died in childbirth. Yeah. He doesn't know that they exist. He finds out just before Empire Strikes Back no. that Luke's his father. Or Luke's his son. Isn't the Force supposed to give you some sort of insight? Like, yeah... Yes, but he, his insight is clouded by the dark side, the negative emotions, the anger. This is the, your fault. <laughs> See, this you is, did this. This is exactly what Michaela was like. What are you watching when they talk this way? Because he's he he's is clouded the by the savior. dark side. He's all his. What's in his mind right now is making Obi Wan suffer. Okay. Is because uh, you know again. He All right, st- enough. He started enough. out in episode I'm one. Sorry. He had a lot I, of fear. I'm fear sorry, leads to the dark side. All right. Okay. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I also want to say this out loud right now. Where are we at with Army Chris's Jedi Jimmy podcast? Uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> He's the director. He's the producer. I'm just a consultant. What episode is it? 20. I just put out 22. 22. Okay. All right. That's up on the locker room YouTube page. That was a conversation all the way in. this. I bet it was. Locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is really good news on the cancer front. I've been reading a bit about this. And... Um, they're specifically targeting uh, rectal cancer in this this one trial. In this study. In trial. this one study, but they have literally eradicated this disease with this treatment, and it's an immune, um, an immune uh, immunotherapy treatment that was given by researchers. Yeah, so we're we're I, at and we're at the uh, the the human trials right now. I saw it was. So the Washington Post had its small cancer drug trial sees tumors disappear in 100% of the patients. That's amazing. Yeah. Unbelievable that was news. Cool. Yeah, like it's vanishing. So that's that's a huge step in the right direction. We've had quite a bit of news in the last few years with the with the on the cancer front, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing yeah. a lot of good work. Anyway, I thought I'd a mention a lot of breakthroughs that. and everything else. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean I'm getting to that age right now where, you know, people are in your life and people you know and, and everything, everything else. like that. They're having if scares it, and whatnot. If it works for that type of cancer, why wouldn't it work wouldn't for it, else? Wouldn't it eventually lead to something else, like a different type? So they're, they're saying that the this cancer, colorectal, yeah. um, doesn't respond to chemotherapy pretty. So that's why they were really focusing in on trying to figure out something new for this. Yeah, they do really... The the research that they have, Jimmy, is very focused on specific, specific types. types of cancers. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think we're a long, long, long ways off from the silver bullet, right? Yeah. I just, I just think that 
you know, that's a good target in mind is to slowly get rid of one. If you they get rid of cancer, that's... Yeah, what, and what this one's doing is it's basically, they said, it ramps up your your immune system so it fights the cancer more. Like, They're doing yeah. that a lot more now with a yeah. lot of cancers. where And it's, and it, it's all trial-based mm-hmm. stuff. You may actually know somebody that's been in a, an immune therapy uh, trial for, for cancer treatment. Yeah. Yeah, because it's happening more and more. Anyway... Cool. Some Friday good news. Good news. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Johnny Depp. A lot of people talking about him right now. There was a TMZ thing, picture of his security guards, like, running him out of a building because there was, like, a mob of people. He's insanely popular right now. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, he's in the news, and I, I saw the story, and I said to Jimmy, does he live? Because he's in London still. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, does he live there? Does he have a place? And so Jimmy went and looked up where he lives, and a bunch of... <laughs> He's got all a over the place. Penthouse in Los Angeles, I guess. He's got five penthouses in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's that I would did. explain because I didn't really pay attention. I just sort of they were showing multiple pictures. I just thought it might have been of the same place, but I yeah, guess no, maybe he's, right. he's got five. I think he's selling one right now, but probably yeah. to make some money because he's broke. He's got a a horse farm in Kentucky. He's got a French village, not even a. Like I thought that might have been a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like I thought maybe okay he uh, he like that's a typo. They meant French villa, but no, he actually owns this village. Yeah, this whole area. It's got a church and a store and bought that one with his first wife, who he had kids with. Okay, yeah, she was French. Then um, he's got a uh, place on the Bahamas, like a private island. He, he owns bo- at least one island. I think he might own more. <laughs> He doesn't shy away about spending money, eh? No. And then he's got a, a house in the Hollywood Hills, like it's a compound. He's got a castle, eh, in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like it looks like you're it in does a, look castle. Like a castle. Apparently, he doesn't. He's not there very much. But I saw an interview. I knew about it because I saw an interview with one of his neighbors, and his neighbor was like, "Can you guys please stop coming here? Because people are like trying to see Johnny Depp. They're parking outside. He's his like, place. he's like, I have lived here for ten years. I have seen Johnny Depp once. He's not I here a very often. Of, or he just like sneaks in. You're not going to see him. Like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I, what? How did he make his money? Movies. movies, yeah, I get it. He like, makes twenty million dollars. Like that's his fee to do a movie, and then he probably has built in to however much money the movie makes, he gets a kickback on that. Like his net worth is a hundred and fifty million dollars. I would think it'd be higher than that. I just I'm going off of the uh, going Google off of or whatever. Which, uh, I just googled well, it. Didn't he go broke though? He lost a ton of money. His Managers were stealing it, he claimed, because he had a big court case years ago, remember, where, and that was part of the Amber Heard thing, when she pooped on his bed, <laughs> I think it was, she was mad at him because he had missed some lunch because he was on the phone with his lawyer going, where is all my money? He at one point had uh, $650 million. Wow. I, I think I would do the Johnny Depp approach to money. Uh, yeah. If I had that You'd kind of money. It? Like, yeah, I, I would. I'd be the like, well. I'll buy that. You know, buy this, buy that, buy that. Are you sure you're going to have it? Have time to? Because your daughters will have it spent before you do. Listen, if I was Johnny Depp, I wouldn't have to worry about kids, right? <laughs> you just buy They'd them. Be a traveling just, more than you. Yeah, you just let them. So this was when he was giving them an allowance. When he was in his lawsuit with his business managers, they released his spending. So his private plane is two hundred thousand dollars a month. His property portfolio seventy five million. Um, his he has forty five luxury cars that he spent millions of dollars on. His personal staff is three hundred thousand a month. <laughs> he paid remember three million dollars to shoot um, Hunter S. Thompson's ashes out of a cannon. I do remember that. Spends yep. thirty thousand a month on wine. Good for him, though. Right? <laughs> He's living it up. Yeah. What's like, the point of saving it what's, all? What's the point of... Yeah, right. just live yeah. your best life. D- live your best life. <laughs> I love it. Saw a midget with a Chinese menu in his hand. <laughs> Walking through the streets of Tabor in a storm. He 
was looking for the white corn farm. <laughs> for to get a big dish of cream corn. Ah, midgets of table. You can smell him around your back door. You better not let him in. Table residents called the cops last night. Midgets of Tabor again. Midgets of Tabor. I sent my first draft to our ghostwriter. We have a ghostwriter for these parody songs. Yeah. And he emailed me back right away. He goes, don't see any changes. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> nailed it, brother. All right. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Hello. Good morning, Army Chris. How are you feeling? Oh, buddy, I'm a little rough. What you did last night was the smoke a whole classic. Mm. So in four hours, he yeah. smoked 18 cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's uh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> then we drank like like a hundred beer, Jimmy, all morning. I'm not feeling fine. I'm fine. I feel fine. And he just he first looks, hour he was just monotone, just looks like a bag of hammers. Uh, oh, no doubt. Okay, listen, I am phoning because I, I feel as your counselor, I feel like I need to have a conversation with you about. Your relationship with James P. White and the Jedi Jimmy podcast. I think we need we, to establish. We some argue boundaries. a lot. We, we get on each other's nerves when we edit my podcast. You're not helping, Jimmy. I'm here to help. Listen, right? Let me talk. Army Chris, let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. What do you think your role is in the Jedi Jimmy? Have you got a term or. A way of describing what it is that you are to the Jedi Jimmy podcast franchise. Well, I'm trying to produce it and edit it. So you're the producer. Correct. Okay. Now, this is Jedi Jimmy's. This is Jimmy's podcast, right? What do you yeah. think his role is? Jimmy is what's called the talent. Okay. So if he is the talent. Um, are there is there a certain like expectation you have about what his contribution should be to the overall presentation of this thing? Well, he would be the writer. My expectation is that he can speak English, and that's a good start. And uh, you know, it, he he drives the content. I'm technically putting it together. Okay. What looks best, what flows best. Yeah. That's yeah. right. There you go. Okay. So you realize that um, that there's there's some tension between the two of you when you sit down and you try to put this thing together, right? Yeah. It's easier if he's just not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he takes some pride in it, though. I think he should be included in that process. He gets the final say. He gets to watch it. He gets to put his little cartoon pictures where he wants them. Okay. Does he get the final say, though? Yes. Okay. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that you no, sort we, of we were over this thing. Uh, there was a lot of conflict yesterday. I was getting on his nerves, and we were trying to get some stuff figured out. And we were also drunk. We were loaded, man. Are you trying to run editing software, hammer, buddy? I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> like, we started drinking it. Do you know those sleep deprivation tests they put pilots through? Like, you watch these pilots falling asleep all, all messed up trying to do stuff? Yeah. It was like that. It was uh, exactly like that. 
Okay. Well, I'm just concerned about your relationship moving forward. You guys are very close. You spend a lot of time together. And I feel like I needed to step in today to try to sort some. I think you guys need to, you need to create some boundaries. Both of you need to sit down and have a discussion about create how to move boundaries. Forward. Do you remember your topic of the day Monday? There, you just nailed one. Create boundaries. Hate it. Move on. What was our topic? I don't know. It was uh, something it, about expressions, oh, expressions you hate. You hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to help. I'm trying to be a part of the solution. Lots, but I need more help. Because <laughs> Chris is like the, the guy who runs can Fire I, at Will Productions. Can I say this about you, Army Chris? You, you are definitely one of those guys that... Um, that that's hard to deal with when they when you think you know something or that you think you're smarter than everybody else, you're not easy to deal with in a t- in a certain topic. Okay, that's fair. Like I would I would never ever try to talk to you about cooking. <laughs> no, don't do that. Because you would be if I had any suggestions for a meal or something like that, you just wouldn't even take it. Right, and Jimmy has a similar stubborn streak to him as well. We're both control freaks, as I think the yeah. yeah. Did you finish all your Harveys, Jimmy? You got Harveys. Uh, Forty five dollars worth of Harveys when he left Wednesday night. <laughs> I went home. I went home, and I did, don't even remember eating it. But I ordered. I skipped the dishes. Forty five dollars worth of Harveys. Yeah, Jimmy said he's not drinking this weekend. You know what else? happens when I try to step in and I try to fix like a problem. You guys both do this. You both just change the subject. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yeah, you guys need to you guys it. what I'm trying to say here is you guys need to work on your relationship. Right? Okay. All right, man. All right. Okay. It'll be better you know. when he moves in. <laughs> yeah. <I'm a> Dave. <laughs> All right, Army Chris. By the way, I was fun yesterday. Have you got a yeah. mark down anywhere? Who won I this? Won, yeah, who I won, won the Smoke a Hole Classic? I, I won round Lock one. one. Lock yeah. one by five strokes. All right. Okay. And and he beat me by 18 cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, he technically didn't win if you didn't smoke a whole, uh, cigarette every hole. I'm going to oh, start by the end of the illegal, summer. He also has an illegal uh, club. Which did no good. It just made what things worse. Chipping... Things. One of those illegal chippers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drives them nuts. <laughs> All right, I'm letting you go. There's two guys that have that chipper, him and my dad. All right. I'm letting you okay. go. Work Later. on your relationship with the little guy. All right. All over it, man. Give and take. Yep. There you Synergy. go. Synergy. Great yeah, The Synergy, relationship therapist, Lockley Cross. <laughs> you heard it here first. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.